Hello, Fright fans, and welcome to another episode of Fright Pub. Here we are in 2022. It's technically 2023, but it's fine. 2022's Ty West Masterpiece X. Not the second Pearl. Not Maxine, which is coming out, I think, this year. But the OG Ty West. Kid Cootie. The dude who plays Wayne. The dude who plays RJ. That's also in Scott Pilgrim. I don't know why. But also, Brittany Snow. Mia Goth. Jenny Ortega. They're titties. Welcome to Fry Pop. Welcome to Fry Pop, an intoxicating horror movie podcast. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. How dare you? Well, I figure if I say it first, I get the credit, right? Is that how you've always seen it? Or I'm sorry, and I am the un- unsung hero here, because I'm always fucking on the ball. You're always on time. Box. You're always ready. Shaggy's just being shitty, because whenever I he make a joke, he says it louder, and then gets the credit for it. He's good so, at that. He is. He's real good at that. Hold so on, I that have was a little beer, self-referential I humor. I this one. So oh, wow, that's one. two. That's two pops. Two pops. Once you pop, you can't pops. stop. The second pop here for special guest Jason Hill. Hey, hey, hey thank you. Yes, I have to say, I mean, the dice know. The dice know. They do know because they just had. We just had CJ, and now we have you and your new. Okay, so granted, this is not going to be dropping today. But your podcast drops tomorrow. It does drop. Well, uh, it drops on Monday the 4th. Which is tomorrow Which is from tomorrow today. from when we're recording. But when you're listening to this, it'll when be four days ago. In the past. Because, oh my God. Everybody's Time minds is weird. just blew I up. I am my own grandfather. But yes, we are we are up and running officially. We've entered the podcast realm. So it is... You've got, you've mails. got mails. You've got mails, yes. And tell us the premise. Uh, so Siege and I took a real hard look at the podcast landscape and decided there weren't enough unremarkable middle-aged white males talking about things ah. that they have no right to talk about. So Good. we're reviewing Good. chick flicks. Uh, started with The Notebook, which is the first episode, and we're... Yes. Taking, a note, out your, uh, taking a note out of you guys' book and... Uh, Randomly picking a new movie every week. So let's go. Amazing. You know, I have to, and I told CJ this. Uh, I don't think it was on the air, but it was. It was funny. I was like, there was an idea that I had for a podcast that was going to be similar format to this, but it was going to be uh, romantic comedies and what I like to call uh, the mom nominations at the Oscars. The nominations, like the the nominations. <laughs> The the movies that get nominated for Best Picture that you can still take your mom to go right, see. Right, yes. Oh, my. So gosh. think like Hidden Figures, The Blind Side, like, uh, you know, mom-friendly fare. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to have each episode, we would talk about a different one of these movies and bring a different casserole recipe that oh, we would oh. have. And it would be called The Rom-Com Mom Nom Nom Nom. <laughs> That's a mouthful. It is. I love which it. Which is probably why it never came to fruition. But... Uh, but no, I'm hugely in favor of uh, of what you guys are doing. I Thank think it's you. great. We're, we're very excited. It's a, it's a work in progress. So if you start listening to us, bear with us. I promise you it gets better. <laughs> Let's go. So, we know that feeling. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we, we're about five episodes in the can right now, and I can already tell the difference. I will tell you, when, when you guys decide to get around to the uh, the er rom-com, the, the original 
the one that spawned all of the tropes. Uh, when you get around to doing it happened one night, call me. I would love to, Ugh. I'd love to be on it. I, I absolutely, I would love that. And that's not even on the list because we're not really savvy as far as the rom-coms go. Like I said, we're not the target audience it's, it's here. Where, so like, we're looking for suggestions. I got about 180 it's where movies. Most of the format came from. It's true. It's going on the list as before much the night as I, as I hate it. It's true. You it. shouldn't hate it because it's amazing. I don't. Shaggy, you were invited the, for Pretty Woman. It's the, let's fucking go, and Lauren. If you'd like to pick one, we'd be happy to have you. I, I, I feel like I'm. You I, hate I all like, room rom coms. I know. <laughs> I like the money pit. I like the money. Pits. I like the money pit. <laughs> Who doesn't. It's amazing, right? It is. So it is. Fuck, it's wonderful. Um. Uh, that sounds wonderful. I feel <laughs> like I don't know. Is there a place for me on You've Got Mails? Absolutely. All right, I love that. Yes, That's there's cool. all there's room for. It. We're all inclusive. Hey, very inclusive. All we could probably say, use a female perspective from time I to time. I know, I know. You've Got Mails was not your force choice, but. I think it's the best choice. Thank you. It I is the force so choice. Thank you. Perfect. What? It is the force choice. The forced. Did I do that again? You did. You did. But we it's love okay. You. The force is so, with us. But really, so yes, absolute shout out to You've Got Males. But that's not why Jason is no. here. No, Today, I, friends. Can I just say I'm very excited to be here. Let's Ooh, go. You may. We're here to talk about Ty West's putting Mia Goth on the map. Yeah? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Okay. 100%. X. Really? Yeah. It's weird, but yes. So this is... Way after Cure for Wellness, way Cure after for Cure wellness. for Wellness, but she is on fire now. When was Suspiria? When was the remake of Suspiria? Ooh, good question. Was that 2019? I th- that sounds familiar. 2018 after after Cure for Wellness. It was after Cure for Wellness, but like Mia Goth has blown up. So I don't know that we're gonna say that uh, he this, put her on the yeah. map, but it certainly ain't hurting shit. Well, no. I, mean, I like, feel like she certainly turned in probably her strongest performance, and oh, yeah. people noticed what she did here. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. In All a right. big way. I, I noticed a lot. So, uh, real quick, before why, we why get Why are you in, grimacing? Like, I don't like boobs. Like, you don't like boobs. I like boobs. It's Right, fine. so what? What's, what are you grimacing about? Before we we'll get into it. what we're drinking. Is it my male gaze? No. It's your male it's bisexuals. Fine. I have two male gays. In San Diego, I love them. <laughs> uh, Shaggy, I think you're the only person in the room that can possibly back me up on this. Sure. I mean, I'll back your play, whatever. We love no, you devil. won't. You'll you'll talk shit on me plenty, but like, I just want to say, just in front of you, that what <laughs> like I don't do it behind your back. I don't remember what year it was. I don't remember if it was 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. But when did I show you House of the Devil? Ooh, yeah, back then. It fucking, it was the most boring piece of shit. What? It was terrible. And the last five minutes were like, holy fuck! I have been (laughs) trying to tell people that Ty West is a person to watch in horror for like fucking ever. It's true. And finally X hit big. Because he did House of the Devil. He did The Innkeepers, which we've done on the show. He's like a low budget indie, but like really good, fresh perspectives on old tropes. And goddamn, like X hit, and everybody's like, oh my God, have you heard of Ty West? He's so good. And I'm just like, motherfucker, I've seen movies of his that I've hated. 
and movies of his that I've like. It's I've I've run the Ty West gamut. I've been on the Ty West train. I was the like maybe not the first person aboard. What of his movies did you hate? I hated In the Valley of Violence. Okay, I haven't which seen was that not one. a horror movie. It was a western, and it's dog shit. It's Ethan <laughs> Hawke and John Travolta, Fair. Okay. and it is sincerely a bad movie. Ty West <laughs> should not have made that movie. Okay, however, they can't all be winners. They they can't all be winners. They can't all be House of the Devil. They can't all be X. They can't all be the Innkeepers. The Innkeepers. The Innkeepers was so fucking good. So oh, good. But like, I feel like everybody got super into Ty West after X hit. And I'm sitting here like losing my mind. Like I saw Tool at a nightclub back in like 1989 or some <laughs> shit. I'm okay. just like, I've been telling people. Is this, like, an, is this the A24 effect? I, maybe mm-hmm. it's gotta be it's his first A24 movie and I have to say okay okay so okay. you're saying this one was an elevated horror I don't care for that term mm-hmm. I'm gonna give away the ending here <gasps> I was disappointed what I was disappointed in this movie wow because you had such high hopes I from had the innkeepers. such high hopes I loved the innkeepers innkeepers was great I had such high hopes and I think I'm just gonna talk about it right now because I don't have too much to say We'll see. Usually I end up saying yeah. that and then I talk all the time. But like I so I think my logic is I had super high hopes for this movie. It didn't meet them. We'll talk more about that. I think, though, I want to come back to this after I've seen all three movies together because right? I think I'm going to feel differently. I do think once you see Pearl, um, it changes. Things. I think I think once I think if I see Pearl and Maxine and see the three of them together and have Maxine seen them, has not come out yet. No, but so Pearl is the prequel to this. And then we have this movie and then we will have Maxine. And I really do think and I still am having high hopes because I loved the innkeepers. I'm pretty sure I gave it a five. Um and Dude, House of the Devil. I haven't seen that. Honestly, honestly, but, for my money, House of the Devil takes innkeepers out behind the woodshed. Okay. Like cool, cool. But I also love the innkeepers. Every okay. time you say House of the Devil, I think you're like referencing Shout of the Devil. So all I want to do whenever you say it is go, House of the Devil. And so, um, <laughs> House of the Devil! <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say now. I do that. I'm sorry. Uh, that's you were okay. talking I'm about sure how much you hated this movie. I did not hate no, it. I, just... I did not hate it. And I thought it was a lot of fresh perspective, and I thought it was really interesting. I thought the, the premise was really interesting, but I do think that it's going to be one of those instances in which I'm going to not necessarily give this movie a high score, but after I see all three movies together and see, like the through line of the three, I think I might feel differently, but mm. I, that's where I'm you know what? I, I totally understand what you're saying because after I watched this movie and this usually doesn't happen, I had to stop myself from going and tracking down Pearl. Right. And being like, I need to watch Pearl right now, which I mean is a testament to the movie yeah. for sure. I really wanted so, to watch Pearl after this because it was an hour and a half movie. Yeah, and it was terribly long. It's tight as fuck. Right. Yeah. And then it when is. you're done. That's what Ty West does. That's and, Ty West being Ty West. And then when you're done, you're like, oh, well, this was just the first episode. I obviously have to go watch the next episode. I think so that's it, yeah. He, they were on a pause with this movie. I don't know if you read about this. No. Yeah. They were on a pause with this movie because of COVID. Oh, so okay. they had to shut down for two weeks and quarantine. Okay. Hmm. Uh and Ty West, during this two weeks, sat down and wrote a prequel, oh, Pearl, wow. which was okay. greenlit by A24 before this movie went back into production. Yeah. And Fair. they were shooting in New Zealand, and he hit up Mia Goth, and he was like, hey, 
Um, I know we're still making this other movie. Do you want to stick around in New Zealand real quick so that we can shoot a prequel about Pearl? But was it all so? Oh, interesting. Like so two weeks. It was, wait, so it was always the intention that she would play Maxine and Pearl. It yeah. was always yes. the intention, but they but didn't Pearl have didn't a exist. Pearl spinoff. Interesting. When that's that's one of my big questions about this yeah. is why double cast me a god? Yeah, I have strong opinions on that. I also want to okay. touch on what you just said, though. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. You talked about as soon as you finished this movie, you wanted to see Pearl immediately. Imagine being me. I saw this in theaters when it came out. Okay. Not really knowing a lot about it, but I was off. I went, so I got an 11 a.m. matinee on a Monday. Mm. Me, just me wow. and the whole theater. Fucking best. Did you go by yourself? I did. Dude, going to a movie in the morning by yourself it's is so good. such a fucking power move. I also felt oh real. Oh my God, it feels great. I also felt real dirty <laughs> with this movie. Winging it in I don't too. give a shit. Like, I can't but, wait to go see like Saltburn at like 11.50 yeah. in the morning on a Monday. But, oh, I can't wait. But here's the thing. They had already started filming Pearl before this movie was released. Okay. He put together a teaser trailer uh, that was only with a theatrical release. So if you saw this in theaters, uh, as soon as you were done with this movie, there was a mid-credit scene that was a Pearl oh, trailer. Shit. And I was like, holy shit, let's go. Speaking of, That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that yeah. Amazing. They were all, they were ready to go. Wow. And they came out the same year. So Shaggy, real quick, before we get going, ready. what are you drinking? So... Um, I'm having the 2X Juice Jolt. <laughs> Extra juicy. Fuck you. Double IPA. Oh, Fuck you. Well, Let's fuck go. You, you go I to hell found you it, die. motherfucker. Fuck, fuck you. It works on so like many levels. The 2X Juice Jolt, baby. <laughs> Extra juicy. Jesus. Brilliant. Well, juices is what you meant. How to can say. we follow that? Well, I'll follow it by going super basic. Lauren, you you are my favorite comedic actress. <laughs> the important thing is she so doesn't much. understand irony or sarcasm. This so, is weird because she's great at well, all. Well, nobody can follow that. I'll follow that. I went super basic. Is that a Dos Equis? I got a Dos Equis. Oh. Let's go. I got a Dos Equis. It's got two X's on it. I love it. Uh, I've never actually had a Dos Equis before this. Really? This is my first Dos Equis. What do you think? Uh, it's, well, this eh. is their Ambar Especial. It's the Amber. The Amber, yeah. Special Amber. Yeah, Special Amber. As opposed to their Special Lager. <laughs> that's the green bottle, right? Yeah, that's Got the it. green bottle. That's so different. I had a choice between the brown bottle and the green bottle, and I went brown bottle, because this has kind of like a sepia tone brown bottle feel to it. Ooh. Uh, just as a movie. Uh, yeah. So is I'm doing sepia? dose. What sepia? Sepia, not sepia. I do sepia. Sepia, well, sepia. Yeah. sepia, not sepia. Welcome to the north. Okay. You've been sepia here for time. like fucking I'm, seventeen. Years. Okay, no, I got it. I just learned to speak somewhere else. <laughs> No, you never Germany. learned to speak, though. You just read it. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> Wow. That's so fucked up. Wow. Yes. No, you never Lauren. learned to speak, though. Lauren. Savage. What are you drinking? You never actually learned to speak. We've talked about this. No, he just never learned what names are. He just are. read everything. <laughs> William Warwick. All right. <laughs> Billy Barty. Um, I couldn't decide... So everybody, everybody else told me I should go with everybody, the XO. Everybody, XO. Everybody, fucks. Actually, everybody, everybody, everybody. Um. So wait. Okay. System. First of all, 
Carson Street Deli let me down today. Again? <gasps> did they do that before? They're the ones that sold you the butt beer like two years ago. They did. Ever since then, I've been like, I'm not buying beer from Carson Street Deli. It's like, <laughs> sorry, you're like the NTLVC I don't know at if this that point. Was their, but... I don't know if that was their fault or the beer's fault. But anyway, I I went looking for the Southern Tier 2, 2X or 2Xmas, you know, the, whatever. The, but they the didn't have any jumped? of that. I didn't even think Juice Jolt was a thing, so I wasn't Nobody looking does. for that one. I don't think this Nobody is real. Nobody expects the Juice Jolt. I think I walked in and a Where'd genie put this in my hands. Uh, I, I went to the beer cave. The beer cave. Where? Well, that's what'll have the Juice Jolt. The, the beer cave. Down Gotta in, find the Juice Jolt at the beer cave. There's a place near my house called the beer cave. Where? It's, it's where you get the it's, Juice Jolt. You don't you have a house. Jolt. Fuck you! God damn, Dick! You guys, are why are you so savage today. right now? Shit. You never learned to speak. You don't have a house. What you a, homeless so fuck. Here's know here's your place. Trash. Here's... <laughs> homeless illiterate fuck. <laughs> Maybe Holy if you learn shit. to read, you can afford to buy a house that doesn't burn down. So that buying your beer in a cave, you loser. <laughs> we buy ours at a store. Man. You guys so think you're so fancy with your fucking your beer cave. Fuck you guys. Um, you so think you're so fancy with your store-bought shoes. So everybody else thought I should do the XOXO. Yes. Which is a West Coast idea. Hugs and kisses. An elderly lady was naked. Love and kisses the Corinthians. I also just really wanted the naked elf. Do it. Mm. And there's a lot of I want you to have movie, a naked elf. So how naked hugs and kisses if you put them together. How many liver spots do you think that elf has? I don't know. They're all makeup. It's fine. Oh, that is not good. <laughs> too naked, too elf. Ugh, too many liver spots. Like when one too pile... naked Tokyo Drift. It's just it's got too it's just too much. Does it remind you of like when one pile of laundry? Do you have more than one of those? pile of laundry. No. Do Damn. you want this one? Do you not want it? No, you can have this. I'm fucking drinking it. Bring think, it to me, Shaggy. Do you think old people down, fuck more careful or less careful? Less. Less. You think old people fuck less carefully? <sighs> I mean, if they do. Well, I mean, your heart. Yeah. But My also, heart. like, your dick. Like, how... Yeah, right? Yeah, let's so give it up for, I kept what's his name, Jackson? About... He's like, my dick is ready, but my heart is weak. I'm like, that's not how that works. I kept... Howard, Howard is his name. <laughs> Howard's his name. Well, I kept Howard's got it going the, on. Uh, about the Pat Oswalt skit. Yes. Where he was talking about... Uh, the oldest uh, lady to give yeah, birth. Yeah, it's like a, a, a 80-year-old woman gave birth, and the article that he read it in was like, oh, well... The previous record was like 79, but thankfully science stepped up to the plate. Now the new record is 80. Instead of the whole focus of the article being like, (laughs) it's like, what is that kid going to be like? Where do babies come from? Well, sit down, son. Let me tell you about the miracle of childbirth. You see, when a man loves a woman very much, he takes a handful of beta blockers, heaves himself off his hemorrhoid donut, and he lays atop his beloved like a pile of laundry on top of another pile well, of laundry. just because she's 80 doesn't mean that he had to be 80. That dude was also in some heavy-ass oh, no. makeup. Well, to also yeah. be fair, you're right. That's the reason why they keep chaining up bohemians in the basement. Yeah, With and giant all dicks. Yeah, right? Giant, <laughs> uncircumcised cocks. Holy <laughs> shit. 
I didn't want to be like oogling the dead guy, but like. Do you think that's why they didn't kill him? That was a right dick, away? yeah, right? That's like, why they didn't kill him right away. They're like, we're going to kill it. Wait a minute. Well, no, so, she like, needed in the she very needed beginning, stuff. Here's the thing. This movie, can we talk about the beginning real fast? Wait, can I? Yes. Yes. I have a drink, guys. You have a drink. Oh, oh, I drink. And I worked really fuck, hard fuck. on this one. You worked really hard. I'm sorry. And I want to talk about big uncircumc- uncircumcised dicks. As much as the next guy, but I want to get it. Unless the next guy is me, because I really want to talk about it. <laughs> I, we'll get into that, because I do have I do have questions. <laughs> I got answers. So, I could have went real basic here. I made myself a sex on the beach. Hmm. Could have called it an ex on the beach. Let's go! You know? Okay. Yeah. We're done, done here. But... Right. But, I added a couple tablespoons of Metamucil. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I call this drink... Two octogenarians fucking in a barn. Yes! <laughs> let's go. Now let's talk about those dicks. Herky, All right. Herky, herky, Look, herky. How how is the drink, by the way? I can't even taste the metamucil. I'm pretty sure tomorrow, though, I'm going to know that I drank metamucil. Metamucil is not terrible. I have tried it. It did not work for me, but we'll see if it works for you. It's extra fiber. I'll let everybody know. It's when your intestines start yeah, calling your name. Yeah, uh, so you're on the you're in the group, yeah, well, the Fright Pub Podcast, Juice Posting More. Yeah. Let us know how regular you are in the Absolutely. Morning. <laughs> Um, your intestines are going to start spelling your name. <laughs> I know we were talking about dicks, and now I can't think of why. Because that guy was chained up in the that basement. Dude. Okay, so here's the thing. Opening in the movie. That was we, mid-thigh, at least. Can we, can we just go back? Because yes. I actually... I know. You're going to be impressed. Okay. Of course I am. I took notes. Oh! Oh, Ooh. shit. Yeah, I wish everybody could see the incredulous head weave that you just did. That <laughs> Oh, shit. Yes, I did. I took notes because there's some shit that I want to talk about. Some of it we've already touched on. I groaned a little bit at the beginning. I did was not. The opening shot. The the a concept of like 24 hours Starting earlier, at the end. Yeah. yeah. I was like. That usually right. bothers me, but in this movie it didn't. It bothered me at the beginning. I I By the time the end came, I was more Almost open literally. to yeah. it. So here's here's why it didn't Phrasing. bother me. Uh, one, the it, it sets things in a particular genre. Okay. Of the like genre. You look at Texas Chainsaw. It starts out with on this day, nineteen whatever you know, it's, and they they spell it out okay. for you that a horrible yeah. thing is about to happen in front of you. We're gonna let you watch it. But also in a uh, in a very. Uh, I can't remember. There's a, a, a particular sort of trope that this follows, but it's basically like 24 hours of hell. Like everything is packed okay. into one single day. This uh-huh. is a 24 hour story. Um, okay. A vignette. The opening. A day in the life. The the opening <laughs> shot of this movie, I can't stress enough, is one of the best opening shots in a movie how, that I've ever seen. How it looks like it's like an older style. So it starts out in a very old aspect ratio, mm-hmm. right? Okay. But it's not actually. It's just being shot through the portal of the barn door. But you don't know that until it starts to push through. So you start out with this old aspect ratio from an old 8 millimeter film. You've got the grain. It looks perfect. Uh, and it's just shooting there in an old-ass aspect ratio like you'd see on your television. And then it looks very pristine, very idyllic. 
Then a car comes into the frame. After a second, you're like, oh shit, that's a vintage cop car. That's an old cop car. That sets the time. We know exactly what's going on. And it's a cop car. Probably, probably there's something wrong. Maybe they've been called to a house. Maybe it's the guy coming home. Who knows? Who knows what's happening? And then it starts to push forward. And not only does the aspect ratio widen because you're moving outside of the car door or the the barn door, but you also see first a cop car to the left that's already parked with its lights flashing. Then as it pushes forward into the frame comes a cop car to the right that's also parked already with its lights flashing. Something has already gone massively wrong. Yeah. Massively wrong. 20 seconds tops, one single shot, no dialogue, an entire story has been set for us in this opening shot. It's not the only time in this movie that he actually takes the time to compose a shot that tells a story and gives you all the information that you need to move on to the next thing. But geez, like I came a little bit like it was so fucking good. I didn't even know what to do with myself. That opening shot was perfect. That's really cool. And that is the first time in this podcast, not of many, that we will blow Ty West. I'm going to blow Ty West <laughs> so hard just for so that shot. So we also have to talk. Okay, go ahead. Keep but going. But the, sorry, the, the, the thing about the dick. Okay. <laughs> Getting back to the uncircumcised giant cocks, which is what I really came here to talk about, is... What it sets up for us in the beginning, it's not dissimilar to, like, say, the usual suspects where you see the aftermath of the story and you're like, oh, and then all of the pieces fall into place as to how all these bodies ended up where they ended up. But he's like, hey, chief, you got to come look at this. And it's down in the basement. And you're like, oh, something super fucked up happened down in the basement. It might just be the giant cock. Like, that is a remarkable yeah. penis but we that's down in that basement. I'm, we am don't I right? We that. don't see that. But it sets up for later it when he locks for... Jenna Ortega in the basement. You know she's going to run into Like, just the well, foreshadowing. You know that she goes down to the basement. I'm like, oh my God, something terrible and fucked up is going to happen in the basement. But it's like. We'll call no, that Chekhov's it's... cock. Then she walks. <laughs> but it's not like. I'm coming back to that because there's a, so there's a many lot Chekhov's. of Chekhov's. Yeah. There's Chekhov's alligator, Chekhov's gun, Chekhov's, Chekhov's cock. other gun, Chekhov's yeah. loaded gun, Chekhov's unloaded gun. Yeah. Like, oh God, there's, Chekhov yeah. would just cream all over this. But. <laughs> this is the best milk. The. Uh, but yeah, he's like, you got to see what's down in the basement. And I'm like, what is it? Is it like a satanic sex dungeon? Is it like, is everybody been like disemboweled and it's splattered all over the place? When she leaves the basement, it's still just one dude with his giant ass cock hanging up down there. He <laughs> might have just meant the cock. <laughs> You gotta see this. That was Damn. a dick. Yeah. It was a you, and you know what? Does that thing for Prince? The only reason, the only reason why, why I it. thought that is because it was impressive enough. Maybe that's what he wanted him to come down to the basement to see. 
You might not be wrong. I might not be wrong. Because there's like, a lot of there's a lot more fucked up shit upstairs. Yeah, there's yeah. dead bodies everywhere yeah. in much more compromised positions. Yeah, there's, there's a dude with no eyes in the barn. Yeah. You have gotta see the dick that's down in this basement. I'll tell you what though, as soon as they find Kid Cuddy in the swamp, they're gonna be like Yo, we got a new winner. The other one, right? Dude, his, yes. Did they have a prosthetic silhouette there? Jesus, I I, I researched so. this real hard because I I needed to know, and I it's could so not big. find a definitive answer. So but big. did you notice that it moved? Yes. Yes. If that was a prosthetic, I could special yeah. effects department. My God, like he's just talking, and all of a sudden it's like. And it just like swings like, like 30, 30 feet to the left and 30 CGI, feet to the right. That is the best use of CGI Jesus, I've ever seen in my God life. That was hanging serious dong. Holy yes. shit. So. Good for him. Shaggy, you added this movie to the list. I did. It was for Up the top. dong. <laughs> no, no. I added it because I was like, you know what? Like this guy's, this is, everyone keeps saying that this is the new elevated horror. Like everyone's like Midsummer and stop like. saying elevated and No, I know. I'm sorry. But A24 <laughs> no, has No, you this, can like, say elevated horror. It's just not this. This is right. old school bullshit. It is. And this the, is old school bullshit horror. It, this is it, not an A24 movie. And the, no, I don't because like, like you're used to like, oh my God, the third act. We saw the whole thing in the beginning. But like, this is so well written. It's so well acted. It foreshadows. And I don't know if backshadowing is a thing, but like. But oh, like, backshadowing is a thing, oh, yeah, baby. Get that backshadow. Um, but like. It's 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 so incredible. This movie, I literally stood up at the end when he was like, "This has got to be whatever it is. I bet it's one fucked up horror movie." And I said the word credits, and then it <laughs> happened. I jumped off my bed. It reminded me. I was me like, of, "Let's fucking go!" It reminded me of the end of *Inglorious Bastards* when Brad Pitt straight up looks at the camera yes. and says, "I think this might be my masterpiece." Credits. Like, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> I, I I fucking lost my shit when he said that. I said the word credits, and then credits happened, and it said X in a big fucking white. Did you notice too? Red background. I I like. I don't know why I like this, but there is no title card in this movie. Nope. No, no. You don't see the name of the movie till right when you're talking yeah, about, it's and they great. flash X up on That's the screen. That's why it's elevated horror. That's why A twenty four signed on. They're into that shit. <laughs> you're right. Maybe and they're then... totally into that. Just drop you in, then hit them with the title at the end. What I'm saying is that, like, the reason why I added it is because, again, A24, but also, I mean, everybody kept talking about it. Everyone that I know, like, when I say, like, oh, I have a horror movie podcast, there's only a handful of movies they're like, oh, have you seen Blank? One's Midsommar. Yeah. One's Hereditary. Everybody fucking talks to me about Hereditary. This is all... To the point, quote I don't, unquote, elevated horror. Right to the point that I don't want. I don't. Even, I, I really, I'll, honestly, I don't even want to watch Hereditary. Anymore. Have you ever seen it? No. So, oh my fucking god! Everyone has seen it. No, at this point, no, I haven't. I've never no, seen I'm it. I'm waiting for it to come up on the you dice. You've not seen it either. No, I'm waiting for it to come up on the dice. All right. But I really wanted to see X. I want to see X. I want to see Nope. And I actually want to see everything that fucking um, Jordan Peele's done. Right? Yeah, everything. I want to see everything Jordan Peele's done. But I'm waiting for it to come up with the dice. But those are the handful of movies they talk about. They talk about Nope. They talk about X. They talk about Midsummer. They talk about this movie. And so I was like, really? Are you only talking to 15 year olds? Yes. I okay. have. About, They're just his co workers. Uh, so, right, like, okay. I'm the oldest it's, man. It's, these are office. all movies that have come out in the it's last six to five, five years. Pick them whether or not they're, they're fucking old enough to drink. I'm older <laughs> than my boss. I'm older than my boss's boss. I may be older than my boss's 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 boss. Hmm. But 
It's okay. I got a late start. I was pursuing a and my dream. and my. Old this movie's job. all about aging and your it place is. in the world. So this is perfect. At my old job, I was on a meeting with myself, my boss, my boss's boss, and three representatives from the city of Pittsburgh. And I made an offhand joke that landed like a fucking fart in church. <laughs> and I had to stop and I was like, I'm sorry. Am I the only person on this call that was alive in the 80s? <laughs> and they said, yes. And I said, thank you. I will be quiet for the rest of the meeting. It's, hu- it's humbling, isn't it? Like, it was bad. It was bad. It, like, I was the lowest ranking person on that fucking Zoom call. And I was also the oldest person on that fucking Zoom call. And I'm like, oh, okay. I might have been a little harsh on some of my 50-year-old co-workers when I was in <laughs> this, my 20s. This movie really makes you take a hard look at your mortality. Right. And your, yeah. Not just your mortality, so, but also your sexuality. And Jason, why did you what? Yeah, you, you were like, man, this movie? I want this one. Old people fucking's where it's at. You're not wrong. I'm here for it. Um, I just... I. Wrinkles on wrinkles. I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but I love this movie. Like I I saw it in theaters when it came out, like I said. And for me, uh, not only one of my favorite horror movies of the past maybe five years, but it's heavy rotation for me all time. Like I just think this movie is so well done. I love Ty West. I mean, I've seen Mm -hmm. House of the Devil. I've seen The Innkeepers. Um, I wanted to. I wanted. Have you watched Valley in the Valley of Violence? Because I have not. Because I heard it was bad. I wanted to get up. Actual, but like a dog actually shit that movie. I wanted so badly to get up and come across the room and high five you when you said you were with Ty West before this, because I was too. Like, I, I had heard House of the Devil. That was the first movie of his I saw. House and I, of the Devil. I, I'd heard the Rubblings. And um, so, I mean, this this movie was just, it does it for me. It's, it's, um, it hits a lot of boxes for me. It, it's bumpkin horror, I feel yes! like. Yes! Which, which uh, I think coined is. by Shaggy, yeah. possibly. Let's go. Um, and Wait, Shaggy, did you just make that up? That's not your your invention, Bumpkin Horror. Mm, it's the first place I ever heard it was on okay. this podcast was Bumpkin Horror. Dear it's just, Google. Um, and actually, I, um, I mean, we can get, in, we can get into wondering. it now. We get into it later. I actually, as I was researching, researching this movie, I learned of a new genre of horror that I was unaware of, which this uh, falls into. Let me check my notes here is it, real is it quick. Is horror porn? No, it is not horror porn. It is called Psycho Bitty. Is anybody familiar with Psycho Bitty? Ooh. No. Is it Crazy Old Ladies? It is. Psych- I the etymo- love Psycho Bitty. The let, etymology let, of that fits perfectly. Let, let, so, me, uh, let me read this real quick for you I guys. I love calling old ladies old bitties. <laughs> this is, uh, Psycho Bitty. Psycho Bitty is a film subgenre which combines elements of the horror, thriller, and woman's film genres. Films in this genre conventionally feature a formerly glamorous old woman who has become mentally unbalanced and terrorizes those around her. Uh, most Same famous is probably whatever happened to Baby Jane, I feel like it's probably... Whatever, whatever happened, happened to Baby, Baby Jane! Jane. Yeah. Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte. Basically, yeah. all of Betty Davis's yeah. later years. Yeah. If he, I know it's on the list. Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte is creepy as fuck, and everybody should watch it. Whatever happened to Baby Jane is great. I will also throw in there, although it's not strictly speaking a horror, we'll throw Sunset Boulevard in there. Okay, I'll toss that in. Mm. And uh, uh, now that Wicked's a thing, would we call Wizard of Oz that? No, because I mean, no. Which, <laughs> she goes no. nuts. Uh, no, she right, uh, keeps telling me no. It's a hard no. For no, me. hard no. For it's gonna me. be a no dog. It's gonna be it's a no for me a dog. No for me dog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I learned of this new subgenre, which I was completely aware of. I still 
uh, lump this in with bumpkin horror, but I was that yeah, was an so interesting thing I little if, that I found. If I end up knocking this movie, it's going to be for this. It's the fact that I and it and it's based on the the uh, psycho bitty aspect. It's the double casting. Yes, you did. Yes. I, I yes. It's, so. so- it, if if you had like hundred percent, if you had gotten fucking uh uh actual old lady, Jessica Tandy was dead by this point. But like, I wanted Jessica Tandy to be in this movie. You know who was still alive at this point was uh, Aunt May, the Golden Girl, uh, just Betty Arthur, Betty. Betty White. White. Betty, got White. Betty White in this movie. If you got Betty White, if you gotten uh fucking uh uh uh, uh Professor McGonagall, like. There are oh, Maggie Smith. Like there are, that would have been a great no role. Fuck me, Howard. I agree. <laughs> an actual old ass but woman. But seriously, no, I agree because I and you as, could get Helen Mirren to do this. She would have taken her top off for it. I was. And, uh, no, go ahead, I'm sorry. no, I no, that's okay. But I was gonna say I was looking for too much. Like I was, that was that was an issue I had. Is I was looking for the connection, and I get that the connection was ultimately like Pearl. What Pearl is, you know, Maxine is everything that Pearl wanted to be, and it's just like Maxine is just living out the life that Pearl is going to be living. Like I got that, but at the same time, I was looking like. I was trying to be like we're in 1979, but actually we're in like 2000, whatever. So, and I, yeah. I was just looking for too much. I think. So what it what it is for me is the the fact that this. So to start, I was watching this movie and I was like, "Those are people in old age makeup." Yes, those are not real old people. Uh huh. That's an interesting choice. And then I slowly realized that it was also Mia Goth. Did you pick you that know? up while you were watching? Or As you... I was, I was like, "Is that also Mia Goth?" Okay, I didn't get that upon first viewing. So I'm watching them like, and then I had to go back and like check IMDb and like ver- or watch the credits and verify the. I actually watched the credits. Was Howard double for cast? He was no, not he double was... cast, but he was put in old age makeup. He was older. Looked like he was in his maybe 60s, but he was made to look like an octogenarian. <clears throat> that means 80-year-old. Yes. <laughs> so I'm watching, I'm like, oh, is, is, what's going on here? Is is this Mia Goth? Like, what is happening? The f- It has given itself a certain amount of cover by... Having Mia Goth play Pearl also in the prequel. Yes. Yes. The fact that the prequel was written while this movie was still in production with Mia Goth already cast as old Pearl. Yeah. Means that it's still a retcon. Yes. but it's Ooh. it's a really good re- like it's a very early adapted retcon. It is not, in my opinion, a retcon okay. because when they're in the farmhouse and she's looking at older pictures of herself, those are pictures of Mia Goth. No, yeah, sure this was they Ty are. West's vision from the beginning. That and I here's where right. I don't have a problem with it because I was trying to come up with reasons to not like this movie. Okay. Not, not to not like it, but when I when I come to review a movie, I want. To look at it with a fresh eye and say, well, I didn't like this about it. I don't want to let things cloud my judgment. 
Um, and that was one of my big sticking points was the double casting, which on first view, I didn't realize it was her, but I knew it was somebody in old age makeup. And I figured it was just easier for the physicality of the role. I mean, she's out here murdering mm, people, so she needs yeah. to be a little bit spry, right? I get it. <laughs> but it's just... But it, that it's, dance it's the, it's, that she did in front of the headlights didn't quite buy it as an old woman dancing in front of the headlights. Hmm. There I... was a dance? Yeah, I didn't she was kind of swaying around. But no, I... there was a there was a full like pirouette dance. Oh, you are, yeah, you are, because she used to be a dancer. Because she was is... a dancer, and yes. she was like right. back in the back in the red lights. Yeah, that and she then used then to be in made her feel. And I have a whole theory on that. I can't wait. That, per- uh, I Pearl's can't wait to see Pearl. Pearl's a bit of a vampire, in my opinion. She feeds off of this. Like this, she, she murdered that guy, and all of a sudden felt a little bit alive and felt yeah. a little bit younger and kind of danced, but. I didn't I have a problem with Elizabeth. the double casting because it, there was a very much a dichotomy. Um, and Lauren kind of touched on this already, but she sees so much of herself in Maxine and what she used to be and what she longs for and what she wants. And then for Maxine, Pearl's a cautionary tale. I I need, this is not the life that I want to, or I'm, I deserve the life that I, what does she say? I deserve. Um, I will not live a life, life that I do not deserve. I will not accept a life that I, I do, do not, not deserve. deserve. And she sees Pearl as this life that she does not deserve. If I don't do everything I can to become this famous actress and be somebody, mm-hmm. I'm going to be this sad old woman. Mm-hmm. And they see so much of each other in themselves, and they are the same person so, on different paths. And that's why it doesn't bother me. My, the, the more the, I the think about that, it, the thing that bothers me is that, like. There was no Pearl movie, and Mia Goth was not attached to it. So, like, I get... You know what bothers me? And this isn't fair. And I admit this about myself. Yeah, okay, I'm glad we got to this, because honestly... I mean, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but a lot of your points so far have just been you being a hater. No, it's so not me being a hater. It's it's the, the fact that the old age makeup didn't work for me, and the double casting didn't work for me in the realm of just this movie existing on its own. Yeah. I do think I have I a t- like I think I take so issue with. with and this movie was conceived, pitched, cast wait, and produced wait. without <laughs> a trilogy. Without a prequel in the works. Got it. So, but we don't know what was my, in Ty West's mind. He may have already had this, this is, idea. And this the fact is that there was one before they even fucking did Rat Last Night in Soho night. is my problem with this movie. It Twist really feels, and turns. It what? really feels like you're being a hater, but I'm right. not being a hater. The, my problem this is, is some is, bullshit. Even though they literally did exactly what you wanted two weeks, but mm-hmm. I mean, literally before we wrapped full production. I understand it's an early adopter retcon, but it's still a retcon. But my only my only issue you with this is, like I said, the pictures shit. in the house. The, he, there he, is a perfect example of casting an older person who is. Uh, 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 plausible old version of the young actress that you cast in the same movie during the pandemic. Like, I, this is, is, this not just, like, is this just an independent film? Um, trying to save a so couple bucks, again, kind of thing. This it, it very like if that's the justification, I'm perfectly fine with that. Mia Goth like, is the Cheech Marin of this movie. They cast her. There a couple you go. Exactly. So like, hey, it's it's, <laughs> it's cheaper to just pay Mia Goth. Yeah. For a, Mia for all of this work Goff. than to pay two people for yeah like and if that's the thing I totally get it but it took me the I problem agree. is is agree, that the Liam. old age I'm makeup took are. me out of the movie <clears throat> I'm where you and are only, 100% agree. and the only justification for it happened after the movie was already 
in I process. Agree. But like, unless like, you... does that not make sense? Yes, no, no it, it makes sense it to me. It make makes sense to me. I no, like, thank you, no. in my yeah. mind, maybe I'm retconning my own history here, but I like to think that Ty West, in his mind, knew that these were two people on polar opposites of the same spectrum, uh, and they were meant to be similar. And he thought. Yeah. And it was an artistic choice to have the same person but play somebody, young her yeah. and then old her because these were basically this is where she used to be, this is where she is now, and they're on a collision course I under, towards each I, other. I totally get the artistic justifications for this it. This is a butcher's argument. I'm saying the old age, the the obvious I think we can agree, obvious old age makeup. Yeah. 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 Takes really me out good. of not so Which much with Howard. I didn't. I didn't. I. I questioned Howard. Like I kind of thought, like Takes, maybe like some dental. But well, I, that's but I because wasn't you're taking sure. him from like fucking fifty or sixty to eighty. Yeah, it's not as Whereas much of a, Mia Goth, a drastic. You're taking from like holy shit. She's yeah. gonna fuck like a minx in this movie. Yeah. To also old as hell. Like you have to lust after her and be repulsed by her in the same movie. That's not yeah. the case with the husband. So like the old age makeup. We agree it's obvious. The old age makeup took me um, out of and the And I agree because I kept looking for... And like now that I know that there's three movies, like I get it a little bit more. No. But I kept looking for reasons why this was the same person. Like it took me out because I kept being like, oh, so you like... You can make the thematic argument, but still the old age makeup doesn't work but as no well as it, it took me it took me out because i kept trying to figure out why this was the same person you know what i mean like i kept being like oh she's her from the future or like oh she's like i kept trying to figure right. out why this was the same person not why it was a like it was a representation like i kept like i i was looking at it too i guess concretely where it was like this is the same person how are they connected but then i realized that it wasn't really that they were the same person they were just she the older they were supposed to look incredible lauren did you know going into it that they played she played both roles or no. did you figure it out as you watched i figured it out and i figured it out as i watched and i did research okay so, so like, you were researching as you watched i yes were you researching as you watched like did you kind of get an inkling in there no. so here's here's my history with it is i knew there was x mm -hmm. i knew mia goth was in it i knew there was pearl i knew mia goth was in it Here's so do you think they're subconsciously? Were, no, here's but and here's the reason why I know the answer to your question already is because the idea that I had in my head going into this was that Maxine would become Pearl, that she would be the final girl, and the way she would become the final girl is that she was somehow roped into whatever ideology these old people in the farmhouse had. Mm. No. Because I didn't know the old woman's name was Pearl. Okay. When I started this movie. Right. I didn't, I didn't know that Mia Goth's name was Maxine when I started this movie. Okay. okay. So I was like, okay, so Mia Goth's in this one. She's in the she's in the next movie. That's all I knew. And I was like, okay, so maybe she survives this, but in a twisted way, gets wrapped up in their ideology. Maybe she joins in on the killing that happens in this movie, 
And the next movie is about her further exploits. Okay, what I'm asking. So if you can take yourself that back. That was the idea that I that I came up so with you just did, on but my so, own. But then once you heard the names, you kind of went, oh, Pearl's a prequel. And you kind of knew right. that, right? Right. So then you started to put the two and two together. Right. About, if, probably about halfway through if the movie. If you went into this. Two thirds. Put yourself in my shoes. I went into this opening week Dead of this cold. movie. Yeah. Um, would you? Do you think you would have known it was the same actress? And would that have changed your opinion on it? If you thought it was a different actress, but an old age, because I feel like she did a great job. Like, I don't feel like if I didn't know already that there was at least some kind of connection between Sue, I don't think I would have got that yeah, she was I her. Really I actually, that right now. I, <laughs> I think I called it a butcher's argument. I mean, I'll burn this place to the ground. I actually, I, so here's the thing is I actually did have to wait until the closing credits to know for sure. To know for sure okay. that it was Mia Goth, because but you had an I, inkling. Because the the only inkling that I had was she's in old age makeup. She's not an old woman. But that's not the only the, inkling you had because you had only, the knowledge of Pearl. But going the only into this. reason I could think of for them to cast that character as a young person in old age makeup was if it was also Mia Goth. Yeah, right. I don't so think like, I put that much together. I did figure out fairly early on that that was not an old person. Right. It's so a, it's if you pretty, didn't if you didn't but, know it was her, right? If you didn't know it was her going in, you could quickly piece it together, right? You could yeah. quickly piece it together. Did you know that he wrote the prequel two weeks after the original before you walked into the movie? I'm sorry. Ask that again. Before you pressed play to see X for the no, first I did time, not know. you didn't know. No. I knew that after the fact when I looked up on, because I saw that she played both in the closing credits, and then I went okay. back on to see if uh, the husband was also double cast. Okay, because a lot of times, I got to tell you, like a lot of times I feel like our jobs as critics... Ooh, we're critics. Oh, my God. Oh. I like how it's a job, too. Are you Ooh. getting paid for this? I'm not getting paid for this. Right. <laughs> I am not getting paid for this. We are paying to do this. Our we job. are giving this away for negative ball kicks. <laughs> our, our job as critics is to take not just the what's at face value, but also how to look at the sausages made. And sometimes I feel like we are at a disservice to the movie because we know what happened. And that's been my primary argument for a long time. The whole quote-unquote jokering that I do is I try to see what the movie is trying to say on its own merits, on its own two legs. And so I come up, and I'll, I'll swear to God, I will kickstand. You are an ideal audience I will kickstand a fucking movie in a heartbeat. Right. But then I go back and I see the fucking footage of like how it was made. How did we make the sausage? It's the butcher's argument, right? People don't eat liver mush that make liver mush. They don't eat scrapple that make scrapple. Dude, I'll eat scrapple all goddamn Right, because I don't know how it's Will made. Will you make scrapple and then eat it? Yes. Okay. Oh my god, no. Do you know what's in that? Yes. It's delicious. But no, don't, so good. don't, but the, the making make of the it, best scrapple. and that's the thing, I like, you. in my, in my personal opinion, having Mia Goth play the old lady that's also, like, in love with slash hates Mia Goth, 
Right? I get it, man. It's amazing. I get it. No, if you I could don't. fucking resurrect Jessica Tandy like to me. do that instead, it would what be does better. What does that mean? It means you look like, it means from her perspective, you look like me. You were me. You it's were not even that, that you I look, was. and I don't want to, like, I don't, like, yes, obviously in the pictures in the hallway, it's Mia Goth. Like, yeah. You but, look just like me. You were but me. There's, oh there's my God. no, that doesn't happen where a person, She's but it's, a, it's an idea. You have a thing that I had. The, the and special. I really think if you guys see Pearl, you're, you're going to get this more. I can't more. wait to see Pearl. Oh I my God, I can't wait to see But, so, but she has that X factor. Star. And yeah, yeah, like she sees her and just, she's, and I want to get in. Like, I feel like we haven't covered enough of this movie. No, right? I, I'd love I, to get back into the dicks at some point. Because we got into the shit. Yeah. Let's go. Can I talk about my second favorite shot? Yeah. yeah. Please, let's blow Ty West for the second time. I want to blow Ty West for the second yes. time. I'll help. It's when they're coming out of the burlesque trailer with the mural of the gamers on it. And it pans it. out to just the desolate, just bullshit just, town. So good. So good. And that's when I was like, okay. So. And. Oh, it's it makes me so mad. It makes me so mad how good Ty West is. He's really good. It's because it's just, the editing. If if everybody approached filmmaking the way that Ty West, from what I've seen, approaches filmmaking, that you look at a shot and you're like, okay, how does this shot just in and of itself Tell a story. Yeah. If you were, you know, there's a... Uh, you knew it right away as soon as you saw it. Like As it, soon as you saw it, you knew exactly what it was communicating, uh-huh. but it also somehow didn't feel heavy-handed. There's a, an actual YouTube channel, and they talk about this uh, in, in uh, just in film criticism classes, in film theory classes, and things like that. And you hear it mostly referred to when you talk about the Godfather, it insists upon itself. No, I prefer the money pit. I like the money pit. The <laughs> there, but but you take this concept and somebody made a YouTube channel out of it, and it's called Every Frame a Painting. You could take any frame from that movie and just make it a painting. Yeah. But the problem with that is that if you make a painting, of that painting just of anything. anything. Of anything. Titties, yes. Yes, also titties. Thank you, Lauren. Mm-hmm. You take the any, form of any, any titties, painting. Yes, Lauren Connolly. Has to. <laughs> That's an official stance. <laughs> unless, yeah. You're, yeah. In, unless you're dealing in abstracts, but even then, there's an idea that you're going with, right? Titties. But titties, sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, it's not. Sure's not enough. I love you an awful lot, and I want you to know that that knows no bounds. I want to make I want to make yard signs now that just say Lauren Connolly titties yes Yes. titties yes. We're just gonna put those up all over the neighborhood. President Uh, (laughs) Lauren for mayor titties yes. But if you paint something, you're telling you're trying to communicate something. You're telling a story, right? And I think most people when they're making a movie today. Don't take into account how every shot that they create should further that story. There's a a lot of, and again, your boy, 
Oh, yeah. He's way prevalent, this Com- motherfucker. Complains about this so much. He's just like, oh, just shot, reverse shot, whatever. Like, What are you talking about? Who's my boy? Brian, Brian De, Palma. De Palma. Do you realize how much Brian De Palma's in this movie? The shot at the same time as the other shot? Oh, he's... Uh, this movie is De Palma-esque. He did not. Landslide. You talking about landslide? <laughs> he did not. That's one hundred percent. Yes, the Palma. The motherfucker. First of all, you're right. He just he perfected it. <laughs> Spoken like somebody who hasn't watched the Thomas Crown Affair. I'm just saying, this entire movie pays homage to Brian De Palma. It does not, and his brilliance. It does not. You know what's on two screens? Two screens. You know what's on a lot of the things we like to see? Titties. You know how many there are? Two. On each woman. Split screen. wins. Brian DePaulo um, wins titties. So. I have to say, though. I have to say, though. I mean, <laughs> you're the one who brought his guy up. I had to bring him up because he he gets very, like, uh, it's just shot, reverse shot, whatever. Like, why aren't you doing what? Like, <laughs> but also, like, a lot of people do shot, reverse shot, with intention. And Tyrus like, does too, right? Shot reverse shot does not just mean So wait, time out. Time out. So Ty West knows how to do shot reverse shot, yeah? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Right. Fantastic. However, Ty West, because he's brilliant, must also know how Brian De Palma feels about that, yeah? And then also does split screen. So therefore That's obviously why he did it. Ty West <laughs> That's obviously. is doing shot reverse shot split screen to say, yes, I Ty West, you? I know and I love you. Like Shaggy just went super saiyan. Like, I don't know what happened, but like just like the art that he made was I, so good. The best Damn, thing Brian DePaul ever did. He tapped in real deep. Was tell Ty West how to make movies? No. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. How would he do better than Ty West? Was the opening crawl for Star Wars. Anyway. Brian De Palma did the opening crawl for Star Wars? Yes, he edited it. Again. God damn. The guy's a genius. The guy is so, a genius. So, anyway. Brian De Palma. Speaking of landslide. You're just giving him more ammo. There is. No, but I just want to say, before you move on, that scene we were talking about, before all this shit, the, the Palma bomb oh, went off. Oh, my God. The... Just in 15 seconds says so much. And just right? brilliant. Like, you just... Oh. Yeah, that's all you can do is just come a little bit. Yeah, right? I'm uh, Ty West. That's all I can say. Yes. Yes, landslide. Let's move on. But landslide, there is a segment of younger Gen X and elder millennial women, specifically okay. women, that I'm when you play it. landslide, you got to close your eyes. You got to sway a little bit <laughs> and you have to put bare minimum two hands over your heart. Am I? Why you sing woman? along? Because I do. No, you know what? I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like minimum two. Minimum I two. I did not do that. And just like a little bit of swaying. He did say it was just a segment. It's a segment. So you're not it's not necessarily... a hard. It's not a hard and fast rule. So I was going to say, I didn't do that. I did not do that as You're an also a little bit of a younger millennial than I'm Shaggy a, I'm an are. elder millennial. If anything, I am classified that, as an elder millennial. That part I did of the movie harmonize. is the most heavy-handed part of this movie. I did sing along and harmonize. It's true. Yeah. So Musical I feel like I'm but still... you got to close your eyes. you got to put minimum two hands on your heart. I didn't do that. And just sway a little bit as you sing along. Eyes have to be closed. If your eyes my are open, eyes, it doesn't my count. My eyes might have been closed. Musical numbers, by definition, are heavy-handed. That's their point. But just that, it was so on the nose. It was also, here's the other thing. Okay. And 
I feel weird saying this, so okay. we can completely cut it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, let's Get just ready. let's go for it. In the period. Gross. Maybe cut that out. In the, <laughs> in the period of the 1970s. Okay. The Vietnam veteran, porn star, no. Afro-wearing black guy. Uh-huh. Is the one who knows how to play knows landslide. The, the acoustic guitar part I, for landslide. I, I definitely, I was like, I feel a little racist, but that I definitely had that off. thought. Like it it did not feel that period dude's... appropriate. I, I agree. I a hundred percent agree. What? That dude's not a Vietnam veteran. Well, that's Kid Cudi. Yeah, he was. No, I get it. No, his character is 100%. He says he was yeah. in the war. Yeah. Because yeah, he says certain, he served. Like, why are you being like that? Yeah, he says a lot of shit. What I'm saying is like at a certain point, the he's other guy- He's still got his dog tags. Doesn't- mm, those I almost- yeah, No, no, I he's 100% a Vietnam veteran. Yeah. Sure, because yes. that guy's yeah. like, once a Marine, always Marine, and then blows him away. You think Stolen Valor? Are you Maybe. are you claiming stolen valor I'm, on this one? I'm saying like I can't. He says he says psycho. once a marine, always a marine because he tricked the fuck out of him. He threw the flashlight in the oh, swamp right. and he caught him by surprise. And he was just kind of like, yeah, that was why okay. he said once so a marine, always stolen valor. It was. No, he was he was 100. Oh, okay. He served 100. percent Okay, juice. Yeah, yeah, I definitely had that thought, shot and I felt shitty shit about it. I'm gun. actually glad that Liam brought it up because I 100 percent had that thought, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm just being when shitty. When but I was is, like, God, I'm probably like, I'm not of the age range where I would know when landslide came out. But it was that, can, did that come out pre 79? Yeah, they did. Yeah, it had did. Do have? Uh, I don't. Know. Otherwise, they fucked up. No, I, no, I, no, well, that's what I'm kind of curious if there was a uh, if there was a. Uh, Continuity error. No, it definitely did. It was in the seventies. It uh, let's see. It, it seventy five or earlier because it was on their self titled album. Okay. In nineteen seventy five. Um, yeah, recorded in nineteen seventy five. Uh, yeah. No, wait. What was I gonna say? I was thinking of something mm. that I don't remember. Um. So Vietnam, Fleetwood Mac. What were we talking about? We talked about a whole lot. And Liam leaves and everything just goes to shit. I know, right? Driving the whole thing. He really is. (laughs) Hold on. I have something we haven't talked about. Well, I got distracted by the by when landslide came out. At no point we've talked about it. What? Okay. I do. I could talk about this movie for three hours, and I'm so upset that we haven't gotten to half of what I wanted to talk. about. Yes. We talked about Britney Snow's tits. We haven't talked about the titties. Oh my god. So. And the it, sex scenes. Let me tell you. The titties and the sex scenes. It took me longer to realize that that was Mia Goth in old age makeup than it took me to realize that that was the fucking chick from Pitch Perfect 1, 2, and 3. Please don't stop the music. Getting fucking railed by Kid Cudi in this movie. And his she giant was, prosthetic and dong. And his giant dong. Oh my, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna steal Valor and say that that's not his real dog. I'm Valor. not sure. I have no idea. I'm not gonna take. I that saluted for his service. Him. I'll tell you that right now. But Jesus fucking Christ, I love Brittany Snow an awful lot, and she was great in this movie. And this was her first nude scene. Yes. Was it just everybody great in this movie? Everybody I gotta tell you, when movie. I'm like, wait, Mia Goth and Brittany Snow. 
and Jenna Ortega are in a porno movie together? I have to say, though. Like, I, I want to see that movie. I have Sign to say, me up. though, I'm really glad that Jenny Ortega did not have any nude scenes in this movie. Why are you glad about that? Because she is 21 years old, and that feels, just feels that's wrong. That's perfectly fine. It's that's of legal, legal age. It's legal, I know, but I just Most of the people wrong. that you watch in porn are going to be around that age. They missed a big opportunity you know. with that. Fair. I she has she the a- day of the week underwear, and she's wearing Sunday and not Wednesday. Uh, Come on. Uh, Come on. Oh, right. But she wasn't Wednesday yet when this came out. You're was probably she? right, but in my mind, she is. No, yeah, she mm-hmm. was. Was she? Mm-hmm. When did Wednesday come uh, out? I think well, it may have. No, this was 2022. Wednesday yeah. was a year later, possibly. Yeah. year later. Uh, I'm not sure my voice goes a little bit higher. Wednesday was also 2022. No, so yeah. It was probably it's in six the works. To five and pick them. You know, who, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Fair. Uh, but no, I thought the tits in this were great. I thought Mia Goth naked was great. Mm-hmm. Everything about this movie was great. Yeah. Except what? the old age makeup, but whatever. Excuse me. Lauren? Yes? No. How were the titties? They were fine. Not, they weren't Kate Winslet level? Nope. But they were, I'm sorry, just fine? They were like, fine. So here's a question. Wow. In your in your opinion, they look like normal person titties. Yeah, here's, that's fine. Here's a question. Wow, I have for you. No yes. one's gonna vote for you if, if your sign says titties. They're fine. They're fine. Can be titties? Yes. Can titties be spectacular without being Kate Winslet's titties? No, but they can be. Oh. I mean, so there's one set of spectacular. They're titties. spectacular. Yeah. It's like Kate Winslet's yours. Everybody else's is way down yeah, here. I, don't, I think okay. so. I don't understand. What? All she knows what she likes. Amazing. Don't shame her. No. I mean, yes. All titties are I mean, good. the best titties I've ever seen are Elizabeth Mastrantonio, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio's in, in January, man. But I mean, whatever. yeah. Like, okay. So they have to have, they're just not globular enough. Globular? Wow. She is not the, she's not the champagne coupe. I'm not. Theory. Not- what? Well, I want need, them a little the, more rounded. You know the champagne that's coupe? all. Yeah. The glass? Yeah, the one that's like tall and thin? No, that's a champagne flute. The coupe is the one that you serve a champagne cocktail in. It's okay. like a martini glass. It's it's like a martini glass, but more curving. Okay, so like a curvy martini glass? Yeah, the I, There's a certain uh, theory out there that all you need is a titty that fits in a champagne coupe. Am I wrong? Someone famous... Uh, that glass was molded after their breast. Marie, I want to say Marie Antoinette. I think I'm totally wrong, but there is a theory where uh, Lauren, Google it, please. Google it. Bring them titties up on screen. Yeah, there is a actual cocktail glass that is inspired by a famous. It might titty. be the champagne coupe because, like, the idea is that like the perfect tits fit inside of this champagne coupe. Who are these dry ass motherfuckers? I don't know, man. I know you want to drink deep and you want them in beer steins. I want, no, yeah. Chateau Danette? Chateau Danette? Sure. Chateau Danette. I don't think that's right. It was someone I knew when I heard the story, but it could be. Yeah, no, I mean, but that's the, the it was like, oh, well, all you need like is a Marie champagne Antoinette's coupe. anatomy. There we go. There you go. Let's see. Look, I like the pretty girls, itty bitty girls. Like, I like, I like, I I just want sensitive. I want you to enjoy them as much as I do. That's what I want. Mm. That's what I like. No. All boobs matter. Champagne That's my coupe. stance. Is that what you said? Yeah, champagne coupe. Yeah. Marie Antoinette. I yeah. promise you. Look at it. 
Look at that. Dude, you know what? I got, we should do a podcast about rom-coms together someday. No, I get that. Let's like, just do it about boobs. I Let's get, do that, too. Okay, get that you're like, I, we should both enjoy them. I promise you I'm going to enjoy your titties more than, than you do. I, I, I promise you. I, I are, want us to what? enjoy them those at the same... Every day, you wake up, there they are. Ugh, I bet I got to put a bra on. I got the underboob sweat. Have you ever with played things. with boobs that the person was not sensitive and didn't enjoy them as much as you did? I don't know the answer. Not sensitive or like too sensitive? No, not se- like, I mean, just let me know when you're done level. Oh, God, that's awful. That's it so is. Awful. You got to get that negativity out of your life. Yeah. Anyway, all these titties are absolutely spectacular. Loved them. Am sad Jenny Ortega didn't show her titties. Is what it is. But I also get it that she's coming from this pure church mouse viewpoint. And then RJ's like crying in the shower about how like, oh, my God. Yeah, fuck that guy. I was That was... Oh my god, I'm so glad he died. Don't say fuck that guy. No, fuck that guy. Fuck him, he's dead to me. I was so glad when he died. I was so glad when he died. I wasn't glad that he died. I I wasn't upset that he died died. either, but I'm not upset that anybody dies in the horror movie for the most part. No, he was the one. I was upset about literally everyone else. Could you imagine like being in love with someone and then having to film them? Having sex with someone else. Like, I felt for that well, guy. especially since they didn't really talk about it. No, like, it was, she was just like, oh, yeah, like, I'd like to I be in this movie. I turned to Chris at one point, and I was like, are they together, or did she, does he just like her? Because I didn't no, even they were 100%. They were 100%, they were 100% together. Yeah. together. Yeah. They were together, but she just listened to him talking up this art form as purely an art form and backing up everything everybody else in the room had just said. Oh, he was a douche. Like, he was a douche, 100% he a douche. He was a total douche. But I still felt and I bad really, for him. I did not feel bad. I for felt him. really bad for him. That's you know the- who I. You know what was great, and this was one of the best moments in the movie for me is when what's his name Wayne. Wayne? Yeah, Wayne is like, look, you haven't been forty two. I've uh, been twenty three, yeah. and I was like. Oh, I felt that yeah. in my soul. He, he, he was like, if you oh say no, God. she's going to do it with everybody. But if you say yes, it's just going to be one it time was, and it's over. It was like, was oh, God, up. that was some good writing. It was like, you haven't been 42, but I've been 23. I was like, yes. Yeah. Tell me the truth that you have to tell me. And I was like, yes, absolutely. 100%. You got to let her do what she's going to do. Like, it's... Uh, no, we... fuck RJ. I'm done with him. Nah, see, that, I was glad when he died. I was not glad anybody died in this movie. And I'll, I was t- glad I'll when tell he, you the reason why. The and I think this is I great. I was glad that was died. Slasher movies? Yeah, I said it. You're glad that was M- died. Movies like this, you genuinely don't usually get a connection with the characters and you don't care if they die. They're just fodder. I liked everybody in this movie. Yeah. They did such a good job like building the characters. I should have watched those people fuck for an entire movie and just had the movie be about that. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah, they did a great like and like we said, it was it's a real tight like hour and a half. And somehow in that hour and a half, Ty West, let me just open wide and blow him again, manages to make you care about every single person. Everyone. Even Pearl and Howard. Yeah. Like they're really tragic, sad characters. Like you feel bad for them at some point in this movie. Yeah, they're awful. Except RJ. Yeah, fuck that guy. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor RJ. Well, no, he was RJ, the least sympathetic guy. But, but I, so I also, just that scene where he's filming with tears in his eyes, broke no, my so fucking here's, heart. Here's part of it. And this is, uh, I think this movie is, I, and, I, and I don't think this is going to be controversial. 
fairly not as controversial as uh, Kid Cudi now in the guitar lines to landslide. Landslide. (laughs) Fairly meta. This movie. This movie. Yeah. It ends with a. I think this is gonna be a fucking fucked up horror movie. X. Yeah. Loved it. I think he represents elevated horror. RJ is representative of the elevated horror genre. 100% because when I watched this movie, and it was on this viewing that I caught it, he's talking about, well, this is going to be more than a porno. Yes. This is going to be... Yes. This is going to be art. And you're 100% right. You, fuck, you are 100% right. But I don't I'm hate... I'm sorry. The, I know that drives I don't, you crazy. I don't... I hate the term elevated horror either, though, because I feel like that's gatekeeping. Like, I love all horror. I love A24 movies, but I'm not going to go and say, oh, if you don't like Midsummer or Hereditary, you just don't get it. This like, is it's, the, everything's for everybody. So like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. This movie is the answer to elevated horror. This movie... Funny that A24 only, put it out. Not only takes elevated horror and funny. stabs it in the throat repeatedly in the headlights, Till the but head comes also... Off puts as much thought into the shot progression and all the artistry, but also makes a fucking porno-ass, cheap, down-and-dirty, fucking basic-ass slasher movie. Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. 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 Gritty, fucking gross, fucking titties out, cock-swinging horror movie. Like, really swinging. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And makes it like as good, clock, right? Yes. And makes it as good as Midsummer, as anything that Robert Eggers or Ari Aster is putting out there. Better, and is doing. It's out there doing the Lord's work, for lack of a better term. <laughs> like it's just fucking out there doing it, but it's doing it, it dirty, and it's great. It is, yeah. Great. No, I. God damn it, Liam. You're fucking 100% right. How crazy is that? All right. We have... Last call. Yes. Last call and ratings. We got to go. We got to get Shaggy home for work in the morning. My last call (laughs) is... I have two. And both of them are about IMDb. Okay. Tell (laughs) us about IMDb, Liam. Uh... Interesting thing that I noticed because I I did do a fairly deep dive on on this movie on IMDb because I was so fascinated with how it was made. Uh, there are misquotes, okay, on IMDb that lead me to believe that the original script and the way the movie came out weren't exactly aligned. Oh, interesting. Okay. I think some of Kid Cudi's lines in the script went to Mia Goth. Okay. Why do you think that? There are quotes in the IMDb quotes section uh, that are attributed to Jackson that Mia Goth says in the movie. Okay. Most notably, it's just sex. You can decide who you want to love, but not who you want to screw. Attraction's out of our control. It ain't healthy keeping those feelings locked away inside. Oh, see, Mia Goth said that? Mia Goth said that. I thought Britney Snow said that. I I went back and watched again after I read these. I went back. That was Mia Goth. 
Okay. Uh, also, Mia Goth. I thought Britney Snow said that. Okay. Also, Mia Goth said, uh, do, 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 what's the, you can't live your life by other people's what have you. I'm trying to find the exact quote. But it was also attributed to Jackson on uh, Take It From Me, letting outdated traditions control how you live your life will get you nowhere. That's attributed to Jackson in the IMDb no, quotes. That's yeah. definitely Mia Goth says that. Goth, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other the other thing that I I noticed on IMDb um, sometimes most notably most notably, it's with Tom Cruise's IMDb bio. Holy shit, that is a read. You have to go on. You have to. You have to read it. It's a harrowing tale. But also, just the opening paragraph of Mia Goth's IMDb she, bio. She's led a life. Mia Gypsy Mellow De Silva Goth, yes. also known by her nickname Brush Cut, was born October 25th, 1993 in Southwark, London, England, to a Brazilian mother and a Canadian father. That's a fucking journey. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't wait to read the rest of it, because the opening paragraph, absolute I mean, grabber. Also married to Shia LaBeouf with one kid. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. married to Shia LaBeouf. I mean, that, I found I that, like that, that, that shocked that. me. Jesus. I feel like that tells you what you need Insane. to know. <laughs> Can't wait! Can't wait to read more. I'll update you guys when we do Pearl. Yeah, but Jesus, it's great. First, uh, first major film was in uh, Diary of a Nymphomaniac with Willem Dafoe and Shia LaBeouf. And Shia LaBeouf. And Shia LaBeouf. That's where they met. Yeah. And uh, Lars... and uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, Lars von Trier. Let's go. So yeah, she's been doing art house for fucking ever. Juice. Uh, I don't have a last call. I've said everything I need to say. I fucking love this movie. Oh, wow. It's fucking yeah, dope. I don't think I have anything to say either. Although Chekhov's Alligator is a little much. <laughs> I fucking love Chekhov's Alligator. I loved it. We didn't get into Chekhov's everything. because Dude, fucking Chekhov, like the alligator swimming across, that shot. That was, that was great. Shot. Was such a good shot. But we didn't need that alligator again. We didn't. Yes, need, like, we did. You can't have an alligator almost eat Mia Goth and not eat another when, bitch. When Britney Snow is on the dock and they're arguing, you know you it's coming. You can't wait for You know it's coming. You can't wait for Mia Goth and old age makeup to push that bitch into the water. <laughs> it's true. Fine. If you yeah. didn't, it's like watching, it's like looking at the, the spiral staircase of the lighthouse and being like, man, I hope nobody falls down that. Like, <laughs> come on. Somebody's going to fall down it. Fair. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have a last call either. You'd Everything feel cheated if I the want. alligator didn't eat Britney's nose. Everything else cheated. I feel like I just want to talk about in my review. I will say so. that my the funniest part of the whole movie, I laughed out loud when Shane Ortega was like, I hate you people! <laughs> run, 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 run. Bam! Bam! <laughs> I do have to say, now that you mention it, they have that conversation through the screen door. Where he's like, oh, it's not loaded. I just, you, you wave it around and it scares people. And he's like, yeah, I got the same thing in my yeah. glove compartment. Yeah, also not loaded. Back. One was implying that they're both not loaded. You know, one of them's lying. You find who out. Who is it? Was, it? You, you find out who's lying. Yeah. It, it was Wayne's gun. It was Wayne's gun and the glove compartment is not loaded. It was the Chekhov's unloaded gun. Oh, yeah. so good. There's so much set up in this movie. Yeah, that was oh, good. Oh my God. What about you, Jason? Last right. call? I have 
my last call is a couple of questions that I kind of want just to explore with you guys. And I'm sorry, sorry if this is uh, if I drag things on here. No, no question okay. last call is the best last call. Um, but I gotta be. My first question is, what's the end game for Howard and Pearl? Because they've got the guy locked up in the basement. Mm-hmm. Is Pearl just a sexual deviant? Like yes. they're not looking to kill everybody. They don't right. kill uh, Jenna Ortega's character, Lorraine. He puts her in the basement, and he says to her, "She doesn't like blondes." Yeah, that's why they killed yeah. Britney. There, there's so many like lines where he, even with her character, he's got her locked up in the basement because I got one locked up in the basement back at the house. She's not the one that I want. This is the one that I want. She's got that something Special. that makes me think it. What were they gonna do with Maxine? Howard can't fuck. Well, he can. We see that because he of may his die, heart. but he may die. It'll kill him. Yeah, if he fucks, he may so die. So she is an infomaniac and can't do without the fucking. Cannot. Cannot. To the point where it's a psychosis. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. I also... The guy that's chained up in the basement, like, let's put ourselves in that guy's not shoes because he, he was naked, is, but chains, I guess. So like, what want, good is he to her? About, uh, we want to talk about anachronisms. Okay. He was on the milk carton. Was that him? That was him on the milk. I carton. didn't realize that. I love that when we at the gas station in the beginning. Which, by the way, don't know if you noticed this. The peddler. The peddler, which is a callback to the innkeepers. It's the name of the inn. It's the name oh, of the gas station. Nice little tie-in. But they they kind of scan to a uh, board with you know help wanted tractor for sale. Lot of missing person things. I had to pause this. And um, he's the he's on the he's on the back of the milk carton. They didn't put missing people on the milk cartons in 1979. They didn't. That was a strictly 80s thing. Oh, interesting. It was like he might have been the first guy. He was, like was the, like he was like the Buzz Aldrin of, or Neil Armstrong. <laughs> of he was the Neil cartons. Armstrong of missing Neil people. Neil Armstrong of milk carton <laughs> missing people. Fuck. He's uh, but no, I I I was reading about this. I think it was like 84 to like 93 or something oh. like that. It was it was a specific decade Very that they put missing people on the back of milk cartons. Very interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I think she is just a irrepressible sexual deviant who needs her sex and gets. Again, this is pure conjecture because I haven't seen the prequel. Right. So I'm sure some of these questions are going to get answered. I got the vibe from this movie that she is fairly, like, borderline catatonic to, or like, you know, uh, kind of on the, on the hinterlands of dementia. Right. And then sex, like, brings her to the forefront? You know... That's why I said earlier, Thank you for bringing this up. I have to thank you. Uh, Not like, something happened to me. There was a point when my old next-door neighbor, who was in her 80s, her husband had died. Where are we going? And she was in... (laughs) She was in the throes of dementia. Her daughter had come home to live with her and take care of her, but also had a job and things that she had to do. I was in high school. It was during summer vacation. She was like, hey, can you watch my mom and make sure she doesn't like, you know, fucking burn the house down? Is this a letter to penthouse? No. 
Okay. No. So. I mean, like, you say no. I'm saying. But there were, like, and it was fine. Like, most of the time, it was just talking to somebody with dementia, which is mentally taxing, but also, if you can, kind of easy to a certain extent, because you can just have them have the same conversations with you over and over again most of the time. If the conversation starts to lull, bring up the thing you brought up five minutes ago, and they'll tell you all about that thing all over again. However, there were also points where sometimes she would look at the picture of her dead husband on the wall in his youth. There was like a a photo portrait of him up on the wall, and she would just talk to him for a while. And sometimes if she was sitting near me, she would put her hand on my thigh while she was talking to this portrait of her dead husband like he was still alive. And I was like, oh, Tonight I will be playing the role um, of yeah, yeah for, <laughs> due to illness. <laughs> tonight right? the role of dead husband death, will be played yeah. by myself. Um, so yeah, it's like it's not out of the realm of possibility for me that like some kind of thing triggers some sort of old behavior that she had in her twenties. When she was young and sown her wild oats, but it also potentially has an awful lot of violence behind it. Maybe more so now that she's old and out of her mind and nobody wants to fuck her because she's Well, I mean, except for Howard. Even Howard doesn't really, I don't think. Yeah, I, he loves her. He loves so her an awful do lot. It. Yeah. Like, once, but he's a little worried. Like he might he's like, die. He's like, yeah, right? No, I yeah. mean, like, what a way to go. I mean, though. let's let's be real. Like, you've looked at people and be like, "Fucking, you might kill me." Let's roll those dice. And but like, Pearl is not it, right? I mean, do I look like Howard? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like. We'll talk, uh, 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 go back to from dusk till dawn. Okay. It's like, hey, fucking me, you're going to be my slave and my footstool forever. Mm. And I'm, I might sign up for that contract. You will be my pet. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds like a losing proposition, but also kind of a winning proposition. Like maybe let's roll those dice. Like Pearl, not taking that bet. No bet. Fair. That's a bad bet. All right. Bad bet. Bad bet. Got it. So my second question that I have for you, and I, I want to go uh, real quick, Therichi, I want uh, just a real quick answer. Sure. The sex scene between Howard and Pearl. Liam, how'd you feel about it? Quick answer. I was here for it. You were here for it? Shaggy. Let's go. Lauren? I was grossed out. All right. You're I'm kinda... not saying I wasn't grossed out. I'm saying I'm here for it. Okay. Shaggy, grossed out or here for it? Um, or both? Oh, both. Yeah, definitely both. What it's I, gross, but also oh, old I people. What I, abs- no, what I absolutely love about this movie, it took me a few viewings to watch this. Why are you aroused and excited by watching Britney Snow, Mia Goth? Kid because Cuddy. they're fucking hot. It speaks so much to this movie that, that just the sadness of getting old yeah. and the age. Yeah. 
And it was such a great job by him. That sex scene between Howard and Pearl did not need to be graphic, but it was graphic. And it made you look at it and go, ew, but why? Like they were just people having sex. And then you watch Britney Snows and you're like, oh, love those tits. Uh, Great tits. I wasn't turned on by that one though either. I wasn't. I wasn't turned on by A lot of people probably were. The the, the main, you know, 90% of the audience love that. And that just, Fair. for me, was just such a great decision by Ty West. Let's blow him again. Totally. Just to get no, really think, into I the nitty gritty right. of that sex scene. And that's how you get everyone, A24 on board. Everyone give was, them sex scenes they're not going to enjoy. Yeah. I just, but it just. That's great, elevated horror to just, A24. That, to me, just the theme of this movie that just really hit it home where you were no, just kind of like. No, but I was glad they did it. Yes, I agree. I was also, glad they did it. Also, I think A24 it. did Moonlight. Oh, A24s, they don't just do horror movies. I they know. do a lot of great movies. But, like, Moonlight's one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, exactly. So, like, A24, we talk, we're talk. we talking some shit here, but, like, A24 does I legit. won't talk shit. Like, when I spring up A24, I'm not talking shit. Like, I like a lot of what they do. I don't like the term elevated horror. Because, like I said, I understand, it's gatekeeping. But it's, it's no, not. It's, it's also, like, it's like, A24. Like, and I get it. Oh, I, I love totally Hereditary. And you don't. So I'm but, better than you. Yeah, I, it's, I, you I'm prefer, also, I collect You prefer Criterion. Friday the 13th and Sleepaway Camp. But I love it all. Like, I, I collect, get, I collect Criterion Collection 4Ks. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm there. I'm on the snooty end. Yeah. But also, oh, like. Oh, really? Oh, I, I know. Tell. I know that's really tough to tell. <laughs> But like, also, a twenty four makes some legitimately great yeah, shit. Yeah, absolutely. So like, yeah, I just had to throw that out there. Yeah, I've got no problem with that. I'm not right. talking strictly shit. We should move into ratings. Thank you. Um, I'll go. I- I'm gonna give it a four. I had very high hopes for this movie. I mean, I talked about it. I don't. I don't think I have anything more to say than what I've already said. I'm. I'm also intrigued by the trilogy and I want to watch the other two movies. And I think maybe as a whole, as a unit, I will like them more. Um, Ty West is becoming one of my favorite horror movie directors. I think he's really good. And I really like the stuff that he does. I didn't quite understand the double casting. And again, I think whether it's retconned or not, like I might want to just see how it works with the other two movies and then maybe make my decision. But for now, for this movie alone, I'm going to give it a four. Five. All right. This movie's fucking brilliant. Let's go. <laughs> this movie's fucking brilliant. Um, it's the best horror movie I've seen in recent times. Like I, I, I would give Midsommar a five. And I will when it's time. But like the the idea that you and I, Liam, went and saw Midsummer, and then I was just like, "This is the best movie." I've By ever the way, seen. I hate to interrupt you, but no, you don't. I do, except I don't because of this reason. I I actively pity everybody who's ever seen Midsummer who's not me. Because talk about it, all you poor fucks had to watch Midsummer for the first time, not next to Shaggy watching Midsummer for the first time, <laughs> and that is the preferred as the as Ari Aster as the director intended. He wanted all of us to watch Midsummer for the first time next to Shaggy the for the joy, first time. The joy, and I got to do it, and I watched. 
this man jump up and down in his seat. It was so good. In the theater. So good. With his ass. His feet were not involved in the jumping. It was just all ass muscles. <laughs> it was that so was good, one dude. of the greatest viewing experiences. It was like watching Midsummer with you, watching Dunkirk with Dave. It's like there's just like a a, a certain hierarchy of movies that's <sighs> just like it's like watching what which Saw movie did we go see? Was it five? Yeah. You and I went five. to the midnight showing of Saw yeah. Five. Holy shit! Like there's just like a short list of like this movie is good. It's better right now than it actually is in real life. So, yes, go ahead. You, right. I had to interrupt you for no, that. No, you're good. So, this movie is the best movie I've seen since Midsommar. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, if people are like, I mean, what's going on with horror nowadays? I mean, do they make good horror movies now? I'd be like, yeah. As a matter of fact, motherfucker. Like, go watch X right now. It's it's great because you're like Midsummer. I don't like elevated horror. Okay, you don't like that. That's fine. You like more like gritty, gritty, gory, gory. Cool. Gritty, gritty. gritty. Go watch X right now because if you don't like the whole ooh, it's elevated. This is not that. This is just like Chainsaw Texas Massacre. Let's go right now. But also brilliant the way it's shot, the way it's written, the story, the narrative, the acting. Five stars all the way down. Fucking phenomenal. Five stars. Thank you. Oh, man, I'm so torn. I'm so torn on so many things. So, this movie, as opposed to most of the movies that we watch, actually had me on the edge of my seat for a couple of times. Specifically because... Jason, one of the things you called out is that we actually give a shit about these people. Yeah, yeah. I could have watched this movie and been riveted with just them fucking and making this porno without any of them dying. And I would have watched the rest of that movie. The I I I loved almost everything about it. On its own, on its own merit, I think I got to go 4.75. Let's fucking go. Jeez. I came in expecting to probably give it a 4.5 because the old age makeup graded on me. Mm -hmm. It took me out of the movie. That's about the only thing that took me out of the movie. Nobody makes period films better than Ty West does. We didn't talk about that enough. Maybe Alexander Payne, having just watched The Holdovers, which takes place in 1970 and looks like it was made in 1970, it's really hard to make a movie that looks like it was filmed in the period. Mm. Ty West does it over and over. House of the Devil looks like it was made in 1980. This looks like it was made in the late 70s. He gets the film grain right. Mm. He gets the shot progressions right. He gets all of that period shit right that people like Quentin Tarantino really strive for. 
but he also doesn't make it a shtick. It just seamlessly looks like the thing that it is. And it it really, like, you know, we've talked about Blown Tie West an awful lot on this podcast, and it's, it's... This is number five. It's really hard not to. I'll say. Because he is really fucking good at what he does nine times out of ten. And this is this is him firing on all cylinders. He knows the genre that he's going for. He amps up the pornography by making it about pornography. And still makes it fucking like this is the seediest fucking movie we've done on this podcast. Like this is the porniest porn porn to porn yeah. since porn went to porn town. It's about Porn-ia. porn. And it's a slasher film. And it's brilliant. And it's great. It's great. This is a 4.75. Easy. I'm a little mad at myself for not giving it the five. Do it. But just do it. The old age if if I'm being honest, the old age makeup and the double casting, taking this movie in a vacuum took me out of the viewing experience. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's the only ding that I can come up with, but it's not a whole point. It's not a half a point. It's 0.25. I got to give this a 4.75. Right. It's a great fucking movie. Goddamn I will goodness. be watching this movie again repeatedly, which is not something that I can say wow. about a lot of the movies on this podcast. <laughs> what Holy do you shit. think, Jason? <sighs> I... I come into rating a movie and I hesitantly like I'm, in my mind, there's no five star movie. It has to be life changing. It has to right. and blow my socks off, rock my world. So I watched this movie again today, knowing that I love this movie and I was looking for any reason to knock a point off of it. I can't fucking find it. <laughs> this is a five. Let's nice. go. This It's a great the, fucking movie. Like I'm not going to fight you on it. The, it's not my, it's not only one of my favorite horror movies of the top past five years. It's one of my favorite horror movies all time. Yeah, dude. Like CJ said uh, on the last episode, I put this on a Hall- at a Halloween party because this for me is I would definitely talk to this at a Halloween notch party. <laughs> horror movies. I would blow Ty West to this at a Halloween party because it's that goddamn good. That's all I got. Five stars. All right. Juice. I'd blow Ty West at a Halloween party to this, except I just want to hear him talk. But like Ty West makes me want to make movies. Like he's one of those filmmakers. But you tell me how how you got that shot. It's not my ears. It's in my mouth. It's fine. I can hear you. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Oh shit. Do, 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 that is do, do, That's the early do, days, my friends. Do, do, do. That's has, what I was just putting things on the list. The before, before four times. Before I added any, or before Shaggy and I added do, anything. Do, do, that's do, right. Do, what do we got? Do, do, bum, bum. It's the Wolfman. Oh, oh shit, the OG. Oh. With special guest. Ooh. Brit Colic. Brit Colic. Brit, it's your time. It's a special day, Britt. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Let's go. <laughs> I'm so excited. Come on up here. This See is Lon Chaney. This is gonna be good. Lon Chaney Jr., thank you very much. It says Lon Chaney. 
Thank you, everyone, for joining us for another fun-filled episode of Fright Pub. Thank you, Jason, for joining us again. Jason! Thank you for having Pleasure me. Pleasure to have you. I love hearing you tell me how right I am all the time. It was exceptional. Excellent. Hey, let's go. Exquisite. And again, you guys <laughs> really need to jump in and support uh, Jason and CJ on their new podcasting You've adventure. Got You've got mails. I am certain this is going to be a good time, and I can't wait to be a special guest one day yeah, absolutely. in the future. Please check um, it out. Yeah, so absolutely check it out. It's where you can get all your podcasts. Also, if you're on the Facebook, I know we said it before, but jump on the uh, the old Facebook group, the Fight yeah, Fright Blech. Pub Podcast Juice. Juice Posting Morgue, where you can join the conversation and let us know uh, with what technique you would blow Ty West. To receive the greatest reward. You got to cup the balls. You got to cup the balls. Like, tickle the taint. Mm-hmm. A little swirly action. Too, right? A little swirly swirly. Yeah. And also, if you want to cup our balls and leave us a five-star rating and review on the five-star Apple podcast rating and review system that you can go ahead on the Apple podcasts and do, you should do that because we like it when you cup our balls. Yes. Especially Shaggy. But thank you, folks. Join us next time when we discuss The Wolfman. Thanks again, Jason, for joining us. Thank you. And until next time. Please podcast responsibly. Stay Friday! I took my love, took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around. And I saw my reflection in snow-covered hills Till the landslide